0: Welcome back to the Daily Devo here on the Waypoint Church Podcast. My name is Logan Miller, one of the worship leaders here. And as promised, we've got a special guest today, Mr. Joey Wright in the house. I'm so glad to be here on the Daily Devo. Dude, thank you for doing this. I'm more than happy to. Really appreciate it. So I I was figuring today we could do a little bit less of a Devo and more of a conversation um, about worship and especially about our gatherings, because this is a pretty unique moment. And you've been a worship leader now for, what, 20? Um, maybe.
1: Well, I started leading worship. Um, I started helping lead worship when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Playing keys for the worship, for the youth worship guy at uh, Lake Point, where I came from. And over the years, did that, did that through college. And then I started, when I came back home, um, was leading for Lake Point. And then I came here 13 years ago. So it's yeah. been, it's been a while.
0: Ton of different contexts. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the strangest. Of them all. Without any question. Uh, it's, you know, I've, I've gotten a number of people that have said it must be weird leading to an empty room. And it, it is, we've talked about this. It's honestly, it's not my favorite thing. I don't think any of us would choose this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that we're finding the goodness in it. And I do know that, God
1: is being glorified through it, which yeah. which is amazing. But we're getting a lot of feedback um, from a lot of people at our church. Um, people that have just sent encouraging emails, um, Facebook messages, whatever, um, just saying that they do appreciate the work that's going into it and the teams. and And really, it's a it's a testament to the sovereignty of God with the team that's assembled here right now. We have um, people that their specialty is broadcast, their specialty is video, their specialty right. is lighting, um, and sitting back and looking at the, the team that we have assembled to accomplish a task like this, it really can just be, you know, it could only be attributed to God and his sovereignty.
0: Yeah. So, and it's pretty wild. You can probably speak to this cause you kind of oversee all of those worlds and departments, but like we didn't have the ability to do this until you
1: know. yeah, what, February maybe. Yeah. We, so part of the beyond us vision that Bob's laid out for us, um, is to take the gospel outside of just our church, which we obviously value that and value the community that we have here. And we're looking forward to getting back to that. But we also feel like we're called to take the gospel farther. And so that means into other communities nearby, like Wildwood or Wentzville or whatever, and also beyond that into the rule. And so one of the things that was necessary for us was to create an infrastructure so that we actually could get a quality broadcast from our worship center um, to somebody's TV via the internet. right? And so we had just, the board had just approved, uh, church council had just approved uh, that whole purchase and installation. We got all of that done, I think two weeks before COVID hit, we right. had two test runs um, as we started broadcasting to Iola and then COVID hit and lo and behold, um, we had everything that we needed in order to do A stream. We didn't have to scurry around and find cameras and set stuff up and find people to run them. Like we had, we had entire teams, all the equipment. It was, it was. It's really been a a faith-building experience watching how God's orchestrated our preparedness um, that we could not have foreseen and nor did we plan for. It's just the sovereignty of God that's allowed us to be able to leverage all those things for His glory and um, the blessing really is ours as we get to hear back from our church family and and beyond that are saying that, you know, they're being blessed by the sermons they're able to get. Um, they're being blessed by the worship that they're able to participate in uh, online. So it's been, it's been fascinating how it's come together.
0: It's, it's honestly one of the craziest kind of just stories. And I hope that we can at some point tell a little bit longer form version of it sure. because I think there's moments that um, are pretty just incredible and a testament to God's power in that. So I love that. Uh, before we go, cause this is a short mm-hmm. podcast, you know, yeah, Uh, I'm a
1: talker. So this is limiting for me. It's hard.
0: It's hard, but we (laughs) got to keep it down. Uh, The question I was going to ask you, you know, we're obviously spending more and more time at home right now. So you're probably able to dive into some things, maybe a book or something that Mm -hmm. you've been
1: wanting to, but what's something you're learning right now? So there's a book um, that I, um, I don't even remember how I came across it, um, but uh, I had missed it when it first came out a year or two ago, whenever that was, um, But I somehow came across it and began reading a little bit of the preview of it um, and decided to order a couple of them. And I uh, have one for you and have one for John, and I'm going to read it uh, also. I've already read through the first uh, two chapters, and it's called Holy Roar. Yeah, Um, It's by uh, a guy named Daniel Whitehead, Darren Whitehead, and Chris Tomlin. They wrote it together. Um, And really, the whole premise of the book is seven words in the Old Testament um, that all translate to the English word of worship, but they all mean something very different. And he kind of highlights a few points like, you know, when we see that we're supposed to worship in the midst of a, a valley. Um, you know, if we're being honest with uh, with each other about human emotions, whenever things are going terrible and jobs are being lost and um, sickness is happening and parents are, you know, right. whatever. Right. Um, I don't feel like jumping around and high five in the air and celebrating because I think that's what worship means. One of the words for worship that he talks about definitely does mean that. It's a foolish celebratory type of cel- uh, type of yeah. expression. But there are other forms of worship that are more of the image of being on your face and on all fours, pleading with the Lord yeah, for his lament. mercy. And yeah, and thanking him for the provision you know is coming in the midst of sorrow. And so I think it provides, at least for me, it's providing just a more fully orbed impression of what it means to worship. It isn't just one thing. It isn't just one expression. There are various facets that the Bible clearly talks about. And so this pulls those words out of the original language and then just kind of explains each one of them, kind of explodes them out to kind of just increase our understanding of what it means when it says to worship God in a storm, on top of a mountain, in various uh, seasons that we go through. And I've I think it's going to be really impactful once I get through it. It already has been. So highly recommend checking out uh, Holy Roar. Awesome. so
0: Man, I appreciate you doing this. Yep. Happy to. We'll have to do it again longer next time. Yeah. uh, Give me some space to talk around here. That's right. That's right. I'll, I'll work on it. All right. See you guys.